0: We need to tell our stories everywhere when we can especially in those places where people assume we have no right to be In this episode of the Diaspora Her podcast we hear from Dr Abena Busia My name is Abena Pokua Boussia, and I was born in Ghana I'm currently in Brazil as Ghana's ambassador, with accreditation to the other 11 republics of continental South America. Though I got here by a childhood and youth in Holland, Mexico, and England and almost four decades as a professor at Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey in the United States. Amplifying African women in the diaspora has been my life's work. It is the reason I was asked to join the founding board of the African Women's Development Fund two decades ago. We need to tell our stories everywhere when we can, especially in those places where people assume we have no right to be, to remind them that we have always been there working too often in the shadows. And this means We also need to teach people to understand our stories, why we speak the way we do and must, for them to respect where and when we enter. As an academic, I teach the writings and cultures of diaspora black women, and remember always to cite our works because it is the works of other black women who have blazed the path for me and shown me the things that are needful and sustaining. It is why a group of almost 200 of us around the continent spent two decades researching and editing the four volumes of Women Writing Africa published by the Feminist Press, because there is our hidden creativity, found in our last wills and testaments when people thought we had nothing to give, our legal depositions, when people thought we should have nothing to fight for, our ritual and quotidian songs, such as marriage and birth songs, lullabies, work songs and songs of abuse, when people thought those spaces of little account. It is we, not people who do not value us, who are and have always been our own authorities on every subject under the sun concerning our lives. Creative expression can take so many forms. For me, first and foremost, I'm a poet. And that is a gift that enables me to process life's transcendent moments, whether of joy or of sorrow. My last poetry book, Traces of a Life, is a collection of occasional poems, of elegies and praise poems written to honor people and moments that changed my life. As human beings, we are creative people. Everything we do with joy or even in sorrow can be creative, whether we are cooking a meal for people we love or dancing in lamentation for people who loved us. Creativity comes from the best of ourselves and is sacred. I am a woman of faith. And when I have a difficult decision to make, first I pray. When I don't, that's when I go wrong. Pivotal junctions can seldom be thought through first. I pray first, then think things through when the anxiety is lifted. And I know when the anxiety is lifted because that's when I start singing hymns. I grew up in a Methodist household and those old hymns based on biblical truths act as solace and guide at those crossroads moments. So, I would tell my younger self to be more patient and more aware of treasuring the simple, unassuming rituals of daily life she had inherited, and to be more diligent about simply finishing things, not just so-called big things we recognize along the way, but also the little things, like putting something away in its right place when you've finished using it because then you won't waste hours looking for it the next time you need it, for those hours mount up over the decades and end up frustrating the big things you wanted to spend more time in your life doing. And I amplify my late mother, Mrs. Abrifa Abrifabusia, born a Bruce of Jamestown in Accra. She had a string of unacknowledged firsts, like being one of the first hospital-trained midwives in the early 1940s, or one of the first women to gain a driver's license in the then Gold Coast in the early 1950s. But she was so unassuming, she never recognized herself as a pioneer. When we were all still in school, she took herself off to teacher training college to get her diploma as a teacher while being a full-time mother and wife. She loved fabric and beads, designed clothes and jewelry, and at college she wrote her dissertation on the decorative arts of Ghana. She never practiced as she wanted, because having followed our father in and out of exile twice, she then became first the prime minister, the wife of the prime minister, and then the hero's widow who founded a foundation in his name to honor him. However, she was truly a great influencer. She managed to promote and inspire things such as the building of covered markets so women could keep themselves and their children safe when selling their wares and building properly staffed maternity clinics in places without adequate medical care. It is heartening that in some of those places, they still remember her name, but more people need to. The Diaspora Her podcast celebrates the unfiltered journeys of African women across the diaspora and continent by African women for African women. These women are seasoned wonder women and Afri women millennials who are endeavoring in philanthropic efforts through their various spheres of influence. The Diaspora Her podcast is produced by Women Change Africa Creatives Media and Antumpan Media.